It sounds like an awful film. <laughs> to be fair, it's quite... Sucked in- into a waterbed. <laughs> What's up, witches? Hi, I'm Claudia. And I'm Jess. And welcome to True Crime Coven. How are you? I'm all right. I woke up at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good productive day. <laughs> yeah, I just had, like slept really badly the last two nights before work. And then yeah, last night went to bed and like knew I was sleeping <laughs> in. And then I like, was sort of like rousing all throughout the day. And then when I woke up, I said to my boyfriend, Mikey, I was like, oh, what time is it? Expecting it might be like one. And he was like, yeah. 4.30. <laughs> Oh no, oh. I had so many things I was going to do. You know, the worst thing is now you're going to struggle to sleep tonight because you woke up late. No, I'm quite knackered. Okay, that's all right then. Maybe we shouldn't have had tea. Maybe we should have had like decaf or... I mean, tea's not that strong. No, but still caffeine, isn't it? I mean, it is also 7.30pm, Jess. Like, I've got a few hours. I know you go to bed in like five minutes, but I'm... Just- gonna go to bed about midnight you know, right. i think if we could get this wrapped up in five minutes simon would have like a heart attack from joy not having to listen to us waffle for an hour yeah well have you brought us some spooky tales i do obviously you we, do have you I brought do. us i do i do i do i do have some spooky stories obviously we put out a bit of a plea on reddit yes and we were not disappointed we were we not the people of reddit so, really delivered so many so I've got four from Reddit for you today. Amazing. Obviously, I've got people's like handles. Yeah. They don't have anyone's names. Lily's <laughs> fallen right asleep. Oh, that's because she was running around like a crazy bitch. Oh, for that, or she's just died. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally, can you not see it? <laughs> yeah, she's, she looks like... You know when someone like face plans and is like, oh, I feel like I should draw a chalk line around, <laughs> and that'll be next week's case. <laughs> the case of the ferret who dropped dead. <laughs> That's the worst title in the world. It is. I'm tired. <laughs> Sounds like a fable. <laughs> so this story was sent in by ACKB one two three four. So I thought that was easier to just say it. Are you ready to be scared? I used to own and run a small town hotel with a bar and it was definitely haunted. I first noticed it on the second floor and there were a lot of strange happenings and paranormal activity. But it almost seemed like once the ghost had been recognized, it moved from the second floor to the main floor. I would often sit with customers who were visiting the bar And one time, I was sitting in the bar with a few customers, and the front door just opened a little bit by itself. We saw a young man poke his head around the door. He had knickers on and a flat hat. I'm not exactly sure what they were called, but he looked like he was from the 1920s. He walked into the bar and looked straight at us for a brief moment, and then he headed towards the stairs and vanished. I turned to the person next to me and said, Did you see that? To which he replied, What, the kid with the knickers on? Yep. I did. I couldn't believe we had both seen the same thing. Now I know that I hadn't imagined it. This confirmed my feelings that the building was haunted and this isn't my only story. I, I must admit, we had to record that knicker bit twice because yeah, I just started laughing. Which, and then we did a bit of research. To be fair, I should have warned you because <laughs> I did the same thing when I read it the first time. 
But I think because I'd started reading the first bit and I didn't realize that the Nicholas bit was in the se- like halfway through the second bit of that story that I was like, oh, I should have warned. Yeah. So we, I literally imagined, and then Jess said she imagined too, a guy with knickers on his head for some literally. reason. And in my head, they're like bright pink, mm. frilly, like almost like granny pants yeah <laughs> like a big like pair. bloomers yeah 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 but then we did a bit of a google and he might sorry he the person, the person telling the, yeah the story might be referring to knickerbockers maybe we should put a photo on our instagram of knickerbockers. <laughs> they're sort of a long thing on um, the long thing they're sort of like long <laughs> frilly trousery with like braces attached yeah but then they've also just said like, that like three he was wearing length. knickers. So in my head, I'm like, he's literally just wearing knickers and a hat. Like he doesn't have a t-shirt on or <laughs> he doesn't have any shoes that's, on. Yeah, that's the thing. So like, I, he's just like running to I'm this But I'm guessing bar. they mean these old fashioned trousers that are like three quarter length, sort of yeah. like bunch up at the bottom and have yeah. braces attached. But was, in my head, it yeah. was like a disgraced like, politician ghost. Like <laughs> from Ghosts <laughs> from TV series. Yeah. Because obviously like, I think the person who sent this in is American. And obviously there are some words that are the same but have different meanings. Yeah, like if like, we if someone said to me, like, oh, he was wearing pants, I would definitely think just pants. Yeah, rather than, but obviously they mean trousers. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for the next one? I, don't, I just got so excited in that. I, like I've lost my breath a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how unfit I am got a little bit like she says she's unfit she's just been to the gym and gone swimming i woke up at 4 30 p.m <laughs> <laughs> just because i went swimming doesn't mean i'm fit there was like an old guy in the same lane as me and he lapped me like three times i love swimming <laughs> so i know i keep saying that it's because i can't go swimming that often because of new tattoos okay so yeah you ready for the next story this one was sent in by annie oakley's kids so thank you in thank advance you. This story happened just a few days ago, and I've since been trying to process it myself. In the early hours of one morning, I went to our local Walmart to get a few items. I go early because there's less riffraff and hardly anyone outside of employees are there. I was enjoying my lone walk down each empty aisle. It was so quiet, it actually seemed like I was the sole shopper. When I got to the coffee section, I started searching for my husband's favourite flavour, I noticed some hot chocolate at the very top shelf and decided I wanted some, but I couldn't reach it. I looked around for someone to help me, but there were no employees. I looked around for a minute, but I found that the store was quiet and completely empty. I couldn't find anyone at all, so I went back to the coffee aisle again and I tried to reach for the chocolate myself, still to no avail. Frustrated, under my breath I muttered, well crap, I really wanted that. And all of a sudden, the chocolate box came flying off the shelf straight at me. It wasn't curved like when someone tosses an object at you and it almost hit me in the head. I jumped back, instantly furious, and I ran around to the other aisle that backed up onto mine to chew out the employee who was stocking boxes. I'd assumed that they'd pushed one box too hard on their side and it caused the box to fly off onto my side. I rounded the corner and there was no one there. I stood there trying to rationalize what had happened and what I was sensing. Finally, As if a spell was broken, I came out of my mini trance to the sound of employees talking, machines beeping, and music overhead. And I thought for a second that I'd been dreaming. I quickly returned back to my aisle, and the box was still on the floor by my cart. I quickly picked it up and under my breath said, well, okay, thank you, and walked away. 
I felt discombobbled for the rest of my trip around Walmart, not really sure what had just happened to me, but something did. I'm just not sure what. And then they put at the end, sorry if this isn't ghost enough. Aww. And I was like, that's definitely ghost enough. Yeah, like what happened? Also, it's nice to have like a nice friendly ghost. Yeah, they helped. Yeah. There's I mean, like some nice tall man who was like, don't worry, I'll get it for you. <laughs> and like accidentally almost launched at her head. But I mean, still got her the hot chocolate she wanted. Still a nice well-rounded story at the end. And a good use of the work and bubbled, even if it did take us three attempts to record it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she put in that she like didn't think it was ghost enough, but then she also says that she felt something as well. She was like, oh, I, when I, I was sent, I sensed something when yeah. she went around to the other aisle. So she obviously like did think something was happening. Yeah, I suppose like it's just one of those things where it's like people always think that they've got to send us stories that are really going to be like uh, like some sort of Hollywood horror movie. Yeah. And like actually sometimes the scarier, oh, well also not even the scarier, but like sometimes ghostly things they're not all like little girls giggling and like yeah. in victorian dresses like i think most of your ghost encounters are going to be for example like mine like where i literally saw someone in the car and then they weren't there like mm. i think they're not all these like big ominous sinister life-changing events no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah obviously that is just what makes a good horror movie yeah of course but... like you're not going to make this into a horror movie but it's still like interesting yeah 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 nice so to, thank you nice to know that ghosts shop in walmart i did refer to this person as a she but i mean they haven't actually specified so sorry if you are a he yeah sorry we're just assuming you said husband and that's very yeah not okay is, well, sorry i think as well because it says like because the name is annie oakley's kids i just saw yeah. like the annie oakley and i was like oh it's a girl and I was like, wait, no, hang on, no, kid. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> so apologies if apologies. that is a male. <laughs> yeah. I've got to tell you a funny story. And Simon, I'm going to tell you this story, even though you might have seen it on Twitter. So I looked after an old lady yesterday. As she was walking, she kept going, come on, George. And she was called Dorothy. And we were like, who's George? And she was like, my leg. And I was like, oh, what's the other one called? She was like, nuisance. So I went, oh, come on, nuisance. <laughs> Just as my band seven walked past. <laughs> come on nuisance <laughs> come on you bloody nuisance <laughs> and I went oh no not her it's her leg no. which I don't think was very convincing <laughs> so now my band servers just thinks I call her elderly ladies nuisances I mean come on nuisance <laughs> it's a good nickname I like how she's named one of her legs George though. <laughs> yeah, I know and the other one nuisance like not like I don't know Fred and George do you know what I mean yeah. like, <laughs> I just like the fact she's named her legs <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so are you ready for our third ghost story mm-hmm. so this one was actually an email it was someone from reddit but then they'd emailed us because they had a couple so uh... thank you and it's from brandy so thank you brandy. thank you brandy two buddies and i were wandering an abandoned partially demolished building site there was a long narrow warehouse type structure with a ramp inside halfway we entered at the rear through a doorway. It was mostly empty, with some boxes and chairs thrown about the place. On the right side, towards the ramp, was a small closet with cans of paint and chemicals. There was no door to this room, and I decided to go over to the closet to take a closer look. The air was heavy and warm, yet I could feel the hair on my arm standing up on end. I could not move to get out of that closet. I then started screaming, 
In my mind, I saw a woman's arms flailing and my screams were her screams. I was shouting, stop, you're hurting me, get off me, stop, help. My friend Mike grabbed my arm and pulled me out of the closet. I felt absolutely fine and calmed down right away as soon as I'd left. I felt maybe it was the chemicals floating in the air. We then all walked down the ramp towards the exit, which was at the far wall. There was no door, it was just an open wall. We were almost at the exit when Mike and I stopped walking and turned around. Bernie walked a few paces ahead of us and then stopped just because we'd stopped. Are you seeing this? Mike said to me, and I was, but Bernie couldn't see what we could see. He thought we were joking around, but Mike and I could see a black figure slowly floating down the ramp towards us. It was the shape of a human shadow, but it didn't have any feet. It was just an outline. Circling along the floor and up the wall, across the ceiling, down onto the other wall and along the floor again, just in front of this dark figure was a bright blue and white light orb. Mike and I just stood there. We were terrified and Bernie still couldn't see anything. Get out, it screamed at us. And I heard a thunderous boom of a voice. It was deep and loud and it bounced off all the cemented walls and floors. We ran as fast as we could and I never thought I could run that fast. I didn't stop and I didn't look back. And this experience actually led Mike to start his own paranormal research business. Hmm. Should have dropped the business in there. I know. I was like, I would definitely have checked that out if we had a website address. Yeah, if you want to send in the website. Yeah. We, we will definitely shout it out and we'll check it out. Yeah. So Thank obviously, you, Brenda. Yeah, that was a really good story. I really want to explore somewhere abandoned. There's somewhere yeah. in Bristol I've seen. There's quite a few in Cornwall as well, I think. But I want to go somewhere where we're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that is the hardest thing with like abandoned places like that, as a lot of them are privately owned. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. It's like another shadow person again. We get yeah. quite a lot of shadow people, don't we? Yeah, I wonder if... I always wonder with shadow people if it's our inability to see their proper form or if that yeah. is their proper form. Yeah. And I wonder if like... Sometimes I... I, I always like wonder two different things. One, if like there's just different types of ghosts that like manifest in different ways. Yeah. Um, and maybe you get to choose. Maybe it's like, you know, you design your own avatar. Mm. But I also wonder if like different people see, and I suppose it's sort of debunked what I'm about to say here because two people saw the same thing. Yeah. I always wonder if different people can see the same entity in different ways because their level of consciousness to maybe. the paranormal is different. Yeah, maybe. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a yeah. good theory. Yeah. But it's just a theory. It's just a theory. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. Or it could be like, I don't know if there's like different types of spirits and entities. Or yeah. if there's like, maybe like the way you died. And your like, power maybe. Yeah. Like what you can do. Yeah. Because obviously you do get like different types of ghosts. Like you get like poltergeists. You can obviously like, because not every ghost can move things. Yeah, and I... I wonder if, like, I'd be really annoyed if all I was was a voice. Yeah. But then would you be more or less annoyed if you couldn't talk, but you could manifest into something visible? Do you know what I mean? It's like, would you rather be seen, seen or, heard? or heard? Yeah. I guess if you can be heard, then at least. You could be like, oi, stop playing that music. Don't like it. Yeah. At least you could, like, communicate easier. Just, if just you can say, be heard. if I was, like, haunting somewhere, 
I can't think of where I'd haunt. But just say I was haunting a house and they kept on playing house music. Oh God, that would irritate me. Mm. I would I would start wrecking the especially place just to be like, yeah, I'm especially you guys trapped there. there. You, yeah, or, or yeah. like like just Ed Sheeran all day long, Jesus. <laughs> Someone changed the tune. Yeah, that's interesting. But then I wonder if also like, because a lot of people, they say they like hear ghosts, but you don't ever hear them have a conversation with a ghost. So what yeah. if they're very limited to what they can say and what they can communicate? Maybe they're like pull a string toys where like they get a few catchphrases and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like Woody. Yeah. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. We could make them pattern that. Pull a string ghosts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they'd say. Probably, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what we All seem to say. say. <laughs> I do think it's weird how two of them could see the, the ghost and one of them couldn't. Yeah. I would just wonder, again, if if we're not going on the theory that you see different things compared to your level of consciousness, but obviously that only some people can see ghosts. Yeah. Then, yeah, I just get guess that person's... It's not as open to it. Yeah. Or, mm. I would like to know if they were more sceptical. Yeah. That would, that would be me. interesting. Yeah. Bernie. Is Bernie. it Bernie you couldn't see? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he heard it though, because they all ran. I mean, to be fair, if I'm in a haunted place and you guys go, what's that? And then start running and I ain't seen shit. I am running. No, I agree. I think if, um, yeah, if we were somewhere haunted and you were like, can you see that? It's like, have you seen The Conjuring where she's like, there's something in the corner of the room and her sister can't see it, but she's like absolutely terrifying. And she's like, it said it's going to kill my family. I feel like there's nothing in the corner. Oh, is there? Yeah, I think that is very good actress, that the child actor. Yeah, because children actors can be very 50-50. Yeah. And I feel like... 70-30 even. (laughs) (laughs) Because I watched the, the newest Conjuring and there's a kid in that and there's like within the first half of the film there's a scene where he's like hiding in the shower and then the shower turns on and it just like rains blood on him oh okay and then there's like another bit where he gets like sucked into like a waterbed <laughs> and like and i'm like oh poor kid like that must be traumatizing to act out it sounds like an awful film <laughs> to be fair it's quite sucked a- into a waterbed by a ghost like a ghost reaches out and like pulls his head in and starts like trying to drown him but i don't think waterbeds work like that ghosts do what, wait what waterbeds is in a waterbed a water mattress yeah because he's like play he's like poking it and then you can see like a hand coming out and then it like reaches out and pulls him in what a way to die i know <laughs> he, do- he doesn't die no but what a way to go yeah <laughs> Okay, are you ready for our fourth and final ghost story? So this one was sent in by someone with the handle Maximum Effort 914. So if that is you, thank you very much for your story. Maximum effort for sending it in, cheers. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that, was, uh, that didn't even deserve the laugh that it got, I'm sorry. Can't take it back now. <laughs> it all started at age four. I was lying awake for at least a couple of hours. I was staring at the -the glow-in-the-dark stars on my ceiling when something made me feel like I should look to my right. That's when I saw her, an old lady sitting in a chair. The weirdest thing was, I didn't even have a chair in my room at the time, and I never have. I don't remember anything else happening in that house again, but we upped and moved town shortly after that. And then that's where things started to get worse for me. 
I heard scratches on my wall day and night. And I'm going to call this thing an it because I didn't know what it was. But it made me feel scared and I wanted to get out of that house as much as I could. At that place, it was just bangs and scratches, which now I look back on it, I realise wasn't that big of a deal. We moved out of that town and to the next town over. And again, things got a little crazier. My door had opened by itself and then slammed shut. Sometimes you can argue that when a door drifts off a latch, it could just be the wind. However, believe me when I say a 12-year-old boy knows how to make sure that the door is latched. I move again and nothing changes. But this is the worst part. I'm pretty sure I moved into a house with a demon. Me and my mum decided to move in with one of her friends. They're quite well off and they've got a huge house. However, it only seems to be me and my mum who can hear bangings happening all around the house. One night I was talking to my girlfriend online. I said goodbye and went to my room. After three steps towards my bedroom, every instinct told me to scream and run. So I ran. I could hear my footsteps and I could hear another pair of footsteps right behind me. They were hard and heavy. I made it into my room and I slammed the door behind me. And right after I closed the door, it sounded like someone ran into it. This continued for about a month, hearing someone follow me around the house. One night, I was listening to Christian music and something screamed in my ear so loud that I couldn't hear for the next couple of hours. At this point, I'd had enough. I called my mum and she told me to read passages from the Bible and tell it to leave, the way I would ask a person to leave a house if I didn't want them there. So that's what I did. I tried to tell the spirit that it was cowardly to scare an innocent child and I didn't like it being there, so please leave me alone. The friend that we lived with had an old Harley in their den and it was covered in dust. That same night, after about two hours of praying and reading the Bible and a lot of screaming, I went into the den because I heard screaming right next to the Harley. I look and there's three lines going down to the fuel tank. They weren't there before and they were fingerprints in the dust. For some reason, this comforted me because I thought I'd managed to send the demon back to hell. Yet again, we decided to up and move house, trying to leave that house behind us. And again, we could hear things like people walking around and scratching the walls. I decided to move back into the big house with my mum, but the banging and the noises all over the house continued. I could hear screaming outside my window and it was driving me crazy. At this point, me and my mum had to move because we started waking up with bruises. I used to do kickboxing and I don't usually bruise, so believe me when I say this bruising was unusual. Everywhere I ever moved, it seemed more paranormal things kept happening to me. It wasn't just where I lived either. It kept happening at my jobs and when I finally moved out by myself and got roommates, they got pissed off with me because I didn't warn them that I came with a ghost. It was then that I realized that this ghost was mine and not the house's. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you're moving around and you're still having the same stuff happen to you. Yeah, that's your ghost, not that's your ghost. Also, just want to say about that first ghost who brought her own chair along. 
Amazing. I want to bring my own chair along in the afterlife. Well, when, when you're an old lady, you're just going to... No, in the afterlife... Well, as a human, I'd like to manifest a chair whenever. But that in the would afterlife... Be amazing. I'm going to have a chair. Just bring a chair around. Yeah. Imagine seeing that, though. Like, full well knowing that you don't have a chair in your room and seeing someone sat in the corner... Because not only are you like... I'd be like, excuse me, how did you carry that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, not only are you like... Think... Because normally if you see something sitting on a chair in your room, you can be like, oh, that's probably just my dressing gown. But the fact that you're like, there's never normally anything in that corner. Like, obviously people can't see the room we're in, but obviously there's nothing in that corner over there because there's a door there. But if you looked over there and there was someone sat on a chair, you'd be a bit like, there's not a chair there. I'm trying to work out if it's that... If like ghost furniture right <laughs> I'm now, am i right <laughs> i'm trying to want right i'm just spitballing mm. but ghost furniture is this like condemned furniture is this furniture that's been to the dump and it gets a spirit i just want to know how ghost furniture now exists just maybe, maybe she died sitting in her chair and then obviously you know like well, like, so they cremated the chair with her. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes people were it's like... a big-ass coffin. You haunt or you come back as a ghost in the clothes that you're wearing. Maybe because she died in a chair, she got the chair too. So that kid who almost drowned in the waterbed... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a whole waterbed with him. <laughs> um, yeah, imagine dying on the toilet and then just having a toilet with you. Wow, that's Elvis, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or in the shower. That'd be quite nice. It'd be really rubbish to die on a hospital bed and always be in a hospital bed. Yeah, that would be actually. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, maybe she was just a powerful ghost who could manifest a chair. I would manifest a throne. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you would. (laughs) Be finally the queen I was always meant to be. Um, But no, yeah, you're haunted. Go and get some holy water. You seem Christian, so you check for that. Not check for that. <laughs> you, you've done that. Check yourself. <laughs> and I think it's time for an exorcism, my dude. Yeah. I like how he was like, oh, I didn't realise until I got roommates and they were like, you didn't tell us that you came with a ghost. And it's yeah, like, not gonna oh, lie, yeah. I, I, I realised like three houses ago in your story. <laughs> yeah, and like you keep moving into haunted houses. At what point do you think it's you, not the house? But then I suppose all houses uh, could be haunted. It just depends how open you are to them. Yeah, and I guess if the first thing he saw was when he was four years old. You get pretty normal. It gets normalized. Yeah, he would be very open to it. Some of them are really creepy, though. He was like, oh, yeah, and it just happened for three months. And, like, someone chases you back to your room. Yeah, for three months. Yeah, for three months. I'd be like, that happens once. And I leave. <laughs> My friend Sam told me about a book she read, and it sounds like a really good book. The premise of it was that everyone has like a monster chasing them, and okay. you can only look back twice because the third time you look back, it catches up to you. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have been gone years ago. But, oh my um, God, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I ever feel anything behind me, I look. Yeah, but could you imagine? Because also, like, the implications of, like, what if you just look behind you because you think you hear, like, a, a person behind you? Yeah. Or, like, a woman walking home late at night. Like, I'd check behind me, like, constantly. Oh, God, literally, like, every couple of steps, yeah. Yeah, so that book sounds amazing. It's a shame I'm never going to read it. But <laughs> <laughs> would be a good film. Yeah. I feel like, though, if you knew that looking the third time you looked behind you, you were going to die, you probably wouldn't look behind you as much. Yeah, but... 
you would always be like, is that a genuine threat of something behind me or is that the, just the monster? What if you had a mirror? Does that count as looking behind you? I guess, yeah, because oh, I mean, okay. you look behind you in the car using mirrors. Oh, so then every time you drove, you'd die. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're finding plot holes in something we haven't read. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> I was trying to find a loophole, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, everyone from Reddit, for your spooky yeah, stories. we've got quite a few more to get through. We have, but... but we would still love some more listener emails of spooky stories. Like you've heard today, nothing is... And I'm not saying that the person in Walmart was a small story, but I mean, nothing is, like nothing's too small no like, even if like it doesn't have to be the most dramatic ghost story in the world for us yeah. to want it yeah even if like it would be nice to get some more friendly ghost stuff as well yeah we love casper yeah if you're like oh i think it's like or like you know when some people or near death family, experiences yeah, or like stuff. family members die and you say that you can feel their presence and ghost pets yeah yeah, it'd be nice to have some like positive, uplifting ones as well. Well, thank you very much, Jess, and thank you very much, Reddit. Yeah, thank you, Reddit. Thanks for listening. If you have a case to suggest or a ghost story, yeah. you can email us at truecrimecoffinpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at truecrimecoffin. Or on Instagram at truecrimecoffinpod. We are so thankful for everyone yeah. who is listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you for your support. And absolutely, you don't have to. But if you would like to donate anything to the podcast, you can do so by going to ko-fi.com forward slash true crime coffin pod. That's ko-fi.com forward slash true crime coffin pod. And with that, I guess that all that's left to say is uh, stay, stay spooky. Oh. Okay, good bed now. Yeah. I don't know what I couldn't read today. No, you couldn't.